Welcome to the Fertility Mentor Podcast. Every Thursday, we'll come up with a new episode that will help you boost your fertility and change your life for good. My name is Anna Reis, and the podcast starts now. So my special guest today is Lauren Watkins. And did I pronounce your name right? You totally pronounced it right. You got awesome. it. Awesome. And we'll talk about how Pilates can help you boost your fertility. So... Lauren, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. For sure. So as you said, my name is Lauren Watkins, and I take a holistic approach to fitness. And like you said, my background is definitely in Pilates. I've been teaching Pilates for over 12 years now. And I actually was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 19 years old. And through that process of getting better and healing my body, I found that holistic medicine was really my route. And so from that point, I took a holistic approach to fitness and really training not just the physical body, but the entire being, the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so that's what I do today. I have an online platform in which I do one-on-one coaching programs in which we definitely incorporate the physical body and Pilates, but we also incorporate how to train the mind and the spirit through mindfulness practices. That's awesome. So for those who doesn't know, what is Pilates and how is it different from other practices? For sure. So Pilates, I always describe it as strengthening the skeletal system and the spine especially. So in Pilates, we work with the stabilizing muscles. So those are the muscles that are closest to the bone and that support our structure. So a lot of times when we're doing any kind of other functional training, sometimes we work the surface muscles more so than the muscle that lies against the bone. And so when we strengthen those stabilized muscles, there's a different feeling to that. So like when you're lifting weights, you get this burn. And when you're doing Pilates, you're really finding this deep internal shake. Anybody who's done Pilates knows that feeling of that vibration that you get, Yeah, especially in the abs. So that's how it's different from a lot of other practices. It's the concentration of the muscles that's supporting the skeletal structure. Okay. So and how Pilates can help with fertility? So Pilates brings us into alignment. Like I mentioned before, Pilates is all about spinal health. Mm -hmm. So why is that important? How does that even go to fertility? Because when our spine is in in alignment, the rest of our skeletal system is in alignment. From there, our organs can be in alignment, Mm -hmm. which creates better circulation, better blood flow, obviously, and breath flow as well. So It's allowing our organs, including our reproductive organs, to be in their optimal position to facilitate things like fertility and to facilitate optimal living, essentially. Strengthening the core, and one thing that I definitely want to note is a lot of people, when you say the word core, they just think you're abdominals, right? But it's actually your core. I want people to think 3D from the shoulders to the hips, so the Mm -hmm. front of the body the back of the body and the side of the body. So strengthening the core supports our skeletal system, brings us into alignment. And also too, especially in regards to fertility, it allows us to strengthen what's considered the pelvic floor muscles. So these are the deep intrinsic muscles that surround the pelvis Mm -hmm. and that keep our, our reproductive organs in place and also helps with helps to treat or to prevent pelvic floor dysfunction. 
So, and this is important, especially when it comes to fertility, because you're setting yourself up to have that proper space or a healthy womb, so to speak, yeah. so that you can have enhanced fertility and have a, a very supportive way of obviously creating life, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, if our organs, organs are in line where they're supposed to be, right, that's going to help obviously with fertility too, because your organs will be operating the way they should. Exactly. And also too, with breath work that we do in Pilates, and there's a lot of breath work that we do in yoga, we teach what's considered proper breath. So more diaphragmatic breathing. And why is that important to the pelvic floor? Because when you're properly breathing, the diaphragm and the pelvic floor muscles correlate, mm -hmm. which allows, again, to treat any kind of pelvic floor dysfunction and also to prevent pelvic floor dysfunction. So like I mentioned before, the circulation is better in your womb and in your, in your reproductive organs. And also, too, there's a lot of lymphatic drainage through obviously are growing and you want to make sure that the toxins are releasing properly. And if we're having any kind of pelvic floor dysfunction, that can prevent the release of toxins through the lymphatic system, which can create a toxic environment or a toxic womb and any kind of dysfunction. So we're creating through our breath and through the strengthening of the core, a healthy reproductive system, a healthy pelvic floor and a healthy room to really promote fertility. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, it also helps with the blood circulation, right? So I think it's also important not only for the pregnancy, uh, for getting pregnant, but also during the pregnancy, especially for that 8 to 12 weeks when we need to make sure that there won't be any miscarriages, right, going on and right. even have that bad circulation. That's usually what happens, right? Right. And also, too, it's important to note all of these things and strengthening your pelvic floor, even just for people who aren't trying to get pregnant. And because the problem that I see with most clients now, the majority of human beings sit from nine to five, yeah. which prevents that circulation to the pelvic floor. And also too, when we're sitting, we don't have that proper breathing capacity. So the diaphragm is actually compressed when we're seated. Mm -hmm. So through these movements and through these breath practices, we're allowing the diaphragm to expand and also allowing the pelvic floor to, to, um, to contract and release how it should. Again, preventing pelvic floor dysfunction, creating the healthy space in the body for fertility. That's awesome. So what would be the three core exercises that you'd recommend to do to strengthen your pelvic floor and support your reproductive organs? I mean, honestly, there's so many <laughs> exercises in Pilates. It took me some time to really narrow this down, but I narrowed it down um, and I'll tell you why I picked these three specifically. Okay. The first one is called a pelvic tilt. Mm -hmm. The reason I picked pelvic tilts is because, like I said, we sit so much of our time. So it is so important for us to find what neutral pelvis is. When we're in neutral pelvis, that allows the spine to be in neutral spine. Mm -hmm. And I always say as a Pilates instructor, figure out where a person's neutral pelvis is because every person's neutral pelvis is the same because it's basically when the hip bones and the pubic bone make this perfect little triangle and they're in alignment. Yeah. So it's easier to see neutral pelvis and understand neutral pelvis in your body because 
it's important to understand that the spine, our degrees of curvature in the spine are all different because we all have a different, a slightly different anatomical structure. And of course, there are those people who have scoliosis or some kind of kyphosis or hyperlordosis in their spine, so different curvatures of their spine. So I use pelvic tilts because it's an easy way to find and understand in your body where neutral pelvis is. And that neutral pelvis is vital for any of the rest of the, the Pilates exercises that I'm going to list to work and actually strengthen your pelvic floor. And also when you find that neutral pelvis, then you can really start to dive deeper into your breath. And it's such a simple thing, find neutral pelvis and just breathe deeply. You're strengthening your pelvic floor and creating a healthier womb for your life, which is super cool. And just to give like a little background, pelvic tilt, you would just lay on the floor, mm -hmm. bend the knees, place the feet flat. Mm -hmm. And I use it like, uh, I always say like Elvis Presley, like a little hip thrust. You curl <laughs> your pelvis towards you and feel the low back press down. You tilt the pelvis down and away from you and create that big arch between your low back and the floor. So that is what a pelvic tilt is. So that's my first okay. Pilates exercise that I would definitely recommend. My second is called a femur arc, or some people might know, um, know this exercise as the dead bug. So first you want to find your neutral pelvis, which is why we play with the pelvic tilts to see mm -hmm. where neutral pelvis is. Get the pelvis into that neutral position. And so the job of the pelvic floor is actually to keep the pelvis in that neutral optimal position. Then from there, you would bring the knees into tabletop, and tabletop simply means knees over top of the hips, knees in line with the hips, ankles in line with the knees. You can think of your shins as the tabletop. And then what you're going to do is send the thigh bones, the femur bones, so those are the thigh bones, away from the body, arcing away from the body, keeping the pelvis neutral, and dragging them back up. So it's very important that the knees stay at the same 90-degree angle, mm -hmm. and you just work the legs away in an arcing, like as if you were going to tap the feet to the ground and then drag them back up. And I always say, you absolutely do not have to tap your feet to the ground because that is a really big range of motion, yes. actually. So in Pilates, we always try to work the smaller range of motion first to develop the strength with the smaller range and then grow the range of motion as you develop more strength. But even in those tiny little spaces, you can find that deep internal shake of the stabilizing ab muscles and those deep intrinsic muscles in your pelvic floor to move the legs up and or forward and back into that tabletop position. That's awesome. And number yeah. Two? And number three, I always use, I like to move the body in different positions to keep it interesting. And also too, for everybody's body, it's different, right? So we find things in different positions that are easier to access for me versus somebody else. So the third one I call a vacuum. So you're on all, all fours, mm -hmm. so hands and knees, and you want to feel 50% of your weight in your hands, 50% of the weight in your knees, and you want to feel that the spine is nice and long, head on top of the spine, so you're working with that proper position. And what's cool, you can start to tilt your pelvis here, so people who are familiar with yoga, it's like a cat-cow, but okay. you really want to think about moving through your pelvis, through that cat-cow, and that's your pelvic tilt just in a different body position and a different orientation on all fours. So once you find neutral with your pelvis, you're not 
a cat, you're not a cow, you're somewhere in between of that cat-cow position and your head is on top of your spine, mm -hmm. what you'll do is allow the belly to drop, and I call it the Buddha belly. So you just let the belly drop towards the floor. And the reason I picked this exercise particularly is because when we're in this position, gravity's helping the belly come down, right? Mm -hmm. So now, then you find that nice proper breath, and as you exhale, you feel the belly pick up and pull up towards the spine, mm -hmm. and it's a downward sensation of the diaphragm towards the pelvic floor, towards the pelvis, mm -hmm. and you hold that while you breathe deeply, and then you'll release. Exhale and pull the belly back up. So I like this body position, like I said, because gravity helps you release the belly and gravity gives you the feedback to work against the belly. Whereas sometimes when we're laying on our back, it's a little bit harder for us to find that deep intrinsic connection to those lower abs, what's considered the transverse abdominis, yeah. which is behind our mm -hmm. six pack, which is the rectus abdominis. Yes. And then also, it, you get a different sensation. It's kind of like, um, I want to say kind of like a, a spatial awareness in your pelvis of your pelvic floor muscles. Mm -hmm. So those are the three exercises, your pelvic tilts, your femur arcs, and then your vacuums. So I know that we're on the audio, so we're actually going to attach uh, those exercises on the way how we should do it. So that way it will be more helpful. Totally. Uh, and I can link those to you because I have them in my programming. So if you would like, I can send you the link of, link of me teaching those three exercises for you. Yeah, that will be fantastic. And I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of people who benefit from that, right? Totally. Absolutely. So if somebody will be interested in working with you, how can they find you? I have a website. It's embodied by low. I go by low for short. People call me low all the time. So that's where the low comes from. Um, embodiedbylow.com is my website. You can reach out to me there. You can also, I'm on Instagram more than I am on Facebook these days. And my handle is the same as my web address at embodiedbylow. You can direct message me there. I take care of all of my social media and all my website stuff. So just reach out to me and that's how we can work together. That's awesome. And I'm going to attach also your website and uh, the Instagram as well down below. Perfect. So thank you for listening. And I will finish this episode like I always do. Stay healthy and baby dust to you all.